0: Hi, I'm Krishna. Welcome to the Unthinking Podcast. A friend forwarded the below message on WhatsApp and asked me, Now what? The forward was a snapshot from a Facebook post and it had the following content. It read, I own a testing lab. Today I received 10 samples for testing in my lab. All were negative. If I declare all negative, then these 10 samples will not give me income tomorrow. Thinking about this, I declared 4 out of these as positive. Next day, the 4 people's relatives and friends who were in contact with them had come for testing. I got 40 samples i was overjoyed again out of the 40 samples i declared 12 samples as positive next day i received 120 samples of the friends and relatives now tell me can you stop me from being rich so how do you like this business game did you understand anything about this so this message Uh, Shows a clear-cut case of conflict of interest. I do not know the authenticity of the claim However, the issue that there exists a conflict of interest is clear Now a conflict of interest is a situation in which a person is involved in multiple competing interests and serving one interest could involve working against the other the above message got me thinking on how can we prevent such conflicts of interest during policy making and policy implementation in policy making this is called as a principal agent problem here a person that is agent is able to make a decision on behalf of another person that is the principal the dilemma exists when the agent is motivated to take an action which is in his or her best interest but is contrary to the principal's best interest In a covid lab testing problem the principal is the patient who is giving his or her sample for testing and the agent is the lab owner The lab owner in this case Is motivated to give an incorrect result to maximize profits, which is detrimental to the principal's interest. Now that we have a clearly defined model, what are the suggestions to prevent untoward behaviors? One suggested method for such problems is to provide a financial incentive to encourage the agent to work in the principal's interest. In the lab testing problem how do we provide financial incentive to drive appropriate behavior do we pay more for negative results compared to positive ones that again doesn't make sense because every positive result is going to increase the inflow for more testing and this policy is not going to clip the reinforcing loop rather Can we change the way payments are done? That is, rather than each patient paying for a test, can we provide a flat amount to the COVID labs, irrespective of the number of tests that are done? Of course, we should have some guardrails, like having to do a minimum number of tests a month to qualify for this. The payments could go through the insurance companies or government to a set of certified covid labs across the country. The second option is to audit the results. This could be random sampling where we pick up one out of every 1000 tests and run it through another lab. Specific to covid, the test by itself is not conclusive. So, we would need to have a higher tolerance to error rate. The auditing Could control intentional false positives to an extent. So fine, are there any other aspects that we can consider? Dan Arley, in his book Predictably Irrational, discusses his research findings on the hidden forces that shape our decisions. Some of his findings hinges on the ethical behaviors which would be relevant for our problem on conflict of interest. In an experiment, he gave two separate groups 20 simple maths problem to be solved within 5 minutes. Post 5 minutes, he asked the people from the first group to tell him how many problems they solved and he handed over a dollar per answer. On an average, people in this group claimed that they answered 4 questions for which they were given 4 dollars in the other group he asked people to shred the answer paper and then tell him how many they solved on an average members in this group claimed that they solved 7 questions and they earned $7 what was surprising about the experiment was that although the second group knew that they could lie through their teeth as the paper was shredded it was observed that people did not cheat a lot. Each of them seemed to have an inner threshold called the fudge factor, beyond which they were not able to self-justify their self-image of being honest and this controlled the level of cheating. So, coming to our lab testing problem, can we control the fudge factor? Dan Arley continued his experiments to find out on how can we shrink the fudge factor? He did experiments where people had to recall the Ten Commandments or swear by their holy book or read out a honor code. When any of these were initiated, he observed that the cheating stopped. So the closest solution to invoke the lap's self righteousness is to regularly invoke their code of honor and hope that That will lower the level of cheating at least among some members. Now is there something that will increase the fudge factor thereby derailing our exercise? To test this, Dan Arley had done another experiment. In this setup, people solved the questions, walked up and asked for the same number of tokens that they claimed to have solved and then they walked into the next room and exchanged the tokens for dollars. here the cheating doubled, so the cheating increased the further a person was away from the actual exchange of money. This is akin to how we see where taking a pen worth rupees ten from our office is okay, but taking rupees ten from the office cash register is considered stealing so by this logic how do we reduce the degree of separation between the patient the payment and the lab that is invoke morality for the lab owner by giving a face to the patient rather than an automated email triggering the report to an unknown receiver that's probably an experiment worth doing now is there a relationship between social norms and cheating? In this experiment, Dan Ali had implanted an actor among the students from two different colleges. When the students were solving, the actor wearing the jersey of one of the college stood up in a matter of few minutes and claimed that he had completed the test, wherein it was obvious to everyone that he was cheating. It was observed that the cheating went up considerably from those students who were from the same college. The actor seemed to have set the norms of cheating and the students from the same group felt that it was okay to cheat. The takeaway from this research would be that we could reduce the tendency of labs cheating by building mechanisms where the positive messages are reinforced. This could be through dissemination of positive news, recognizing labs with high standards, recognizing labs, those which have shown high levels of social responsibility, etc. We have no way to ascertain the authenticity of the forward that I received. However, it brings to light the possible conflicts of interest that we face on a daily basis. The points that I've illustrated here are just to trigger your creative thinking on conflict of interest. If you are someone who studies conflict of interest or know a better way of handling this, do not hesitate to comment and share your ideas. I would be genuinely intrigued on how else we could handle the mentioned issue. Thank you for listening in. If you like my podcast, Do share it among your friends and family. That goes a long way in motivating me to continue with new episodes. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. You can reach me on my website unthinking.org.